0: The richer you get, the harder it is to manage your estate. There's lots of moving parts like portfolio diversity, tax mitigation, asset protection, and estate planning. That's why the ultra-wealthy use family offices, and that's where Valerity Wealth comes in for you. Run by a former sovereign wealth fund manager, Valerity Wealth brings institutional-level expertise to the high-paid professional. Let Valerity quarterback your finances. Book your free consultation at ValerityWealth.com. You are listening to The Wealth Formula Podcast with Buck Joffrey. Get ready to change your life. Welcome, everybody. This is Buck Joffrey with The Wealth Formula Podcast. Before we begin, I do want to remind you to go to wealthformula.com and download the special report on saving thousands of dollars of taxes. I'm going to take that off pretty soon and probably put something else up there. So you're going to want to grab that before it is gone because it is good stuff and uh, not a lot of people know about the things that uh, you can do. Uh, you can also go to WealthFormula.com and sign up for our newsletter. I know we've got uh, quite a you know p- quite a few downloads now. I think in October we had a you know just over uh, 2,000 downloads of the show. So I know there's people out there listening, but you got to get on the newsletter. Uh, so that you can get some of the things that uh, that we do not provide on the podcast alone. You can also go to WealthFormula.com and click on Ask Buck, and that's to ask me questions. We can be in contact one-on-one, and I'll also use some of those questions on future Ask Buck shows. And finally, of course, there is a button on there that says Invest With Me, and that's primarily for credited investors. Accredited investors are people who make um, – approximately $200,000 per year or have a net worth of $1 million or more. And that's not just to invest in things that I'm doing, but uh, rather so that I can expose you to some of the things that I know about and hopefully learn from you uh, about some of the things that you're doing. Because if you haven't figured it out by now, uh, part of my philosophy on investing and um, part of what has made me successful is by investing in people who I know, like, and trust. I know their track records. I know they have integrity and that although there is never a guarantee of making money, it certainly increases your chances when you know that you've put your money in the hands of with somebody with integrity. So anyway, click on the invest with me button and uh, that'll start that process to um, get inside of this special community. Now, Let's talk about this show today. Now, as you know, I'm not your typical physician, and you've probably figured that out by now. I'm more of what I would call a raging entrepreneur. Um, somebody else, actually, my CPA gave me that nickname, and I kind of thought it was funny, so I'm using that. Now, that doesn't mean that I've only had success. Um, in fact, without question, I've had lots of times where I have failed at various uh, business approaches. Now, most of the time they're not serious losses because I like to you know be pretty minimal um, in terms of my investment before I go all in. But uh, I've had plenty of losses and I've had plenty of uh, victories. And so the difference between me and a lot of other entrepreneurs is that they take some failures in business in an entrepreneurship and it scares them and they don't come back. Now what I've done and what I advocate is for people to look at failures, whether they come in entrepreneurship or investing and learn from them. And that's the way we are designed to learn. Kids don't learn to walk by, you know, going to class by a teacher telling them how to put one foot in front of the other. They get up, they fall down, they keep doing it up they fall down. And before you know it, they're walking before you know it, they're running. We learn by trial and error, and that's what I have done in entrepreneurship, and I have done that in a lot of different types of businesses. You know, I've done that in brick and mortar uh, with multi-million dollar business enterprises, real estate, and internet marketing. Believe it or not, so a few a few years back, I really got into this idea of making money on the internet. So I loved the idea that I could literally create business online that could make money with virtually no overhead or even capital expense. That's not a bad business model, right? So I started, you know, going to the internet and trying to teach myself all sorts of different internet business models, like affiliate marketing and Google AdSense from blogging. Now, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but most people don't. And after all, you know, neither did I. I mean, that's why I had to go to the the internet and start learning about this stuff. But the the thing in my case is that these were mostly failures. And again, they were failures with pretty much zero zero capital expense. You know, maybe a few bucks here and there. But they had mostly upside, and they had virtually no downside. So hey, why not? But there's one thing that I did succeed, and I learned about self publishing ebooks on Amazon. Okay, I, I learned this as a uh, you know, I was listening to some other, somebody else's podcast. I think, well, this sounds like a really interesting idea. And again, very little capital expenditure. And so what I did is I really didn't want to go write books. By the way, I am writing a book right now that I'm going to release that's going to be about uh, some of my philosophies on investing, et cetera. But these books I didn't write. They were like cookbooks and books about diets and stuff like that. And I outsourced them with Ghostwriter's on a site called Elance, which is now Upwork. And um, they were well-written. They were not bad books. They were just things that I didn't know very much about. I was mostly writing books that I knew people uh, were interested in buying. Uh, Like, for example, like on the paleo diet and things like that. And, you know, I'd pay them a couple hundred bucks and then I would uh, publish these books on Amazon Kindle. And I'd go through this process of promoting the book and I'd make money. And believe it or not, for, you know, for a while, I was making like 500, 700 bucks a month with like five books. And um, that kind of cooled down after a while. And it was maybe a couple hundred bucks a month. But, you know, to put things in perspective, I mean, I must have spent a total of 500 bucks into the production of all those books. Right. And so I made a hundred percent return on investment probably within six weeks. Not bad. Not bad. Hard to get that in real estate. Hard to get that anywhere, really. And um, the downside and the risk was virtually zero. Now, why I stopped doing that, I'm not really sure. But I think it's probably mostly because I was looking at 500, 700 bucks a month and thinking, eh, well, you know, this is just not enough. I want to do something bigger. So, but, but for those of you who are contemplating you know, buying uh, turnkey rental houses, I mean, you're, gonna, you're hoping for 500 bucks a month per house, per door, right? I mean, this, uh, this is a great opportunity. And listen, I know a lot of you guys out there, a lot of you guys and gals are very interesting people with a lot of specialized knowledge to share with others. So, why not consider writing an ebook? And ebooks, by the way, are not like super long books, they tend to be like 20 pages long, right? They're not like big, you know, 200 pages necessarily. But, why not consider writing an ebook with something that you know about? And try to create an additional source of income and or at the very least create a new source of advertising to create new clients. Anyway, that's why today I have a really interesting guest on. Now I have a guy by the name of Jim Kukrell. Now, Jim is sort of a you know old school internet pioneer. I mean, he's the mid forties, so he was there at the very beginning. Of internet and he's been sort of at the forefront of many of the things that have um, have ended up making people money on the internet. And he's one of the guys that I actually listened to when I first got the idea of writing eBooks or at least publishing eBooks and making money. So when we come back, we're going to have Jim Kukrel, the eBook guru, that you can learn from and see if this is a model that you might actually explore for yourself. Welcome back to the show everybody. Today I have got a very very interesting guest. It is Jim Cookrell. Now Jim is a true veteran of the internet marketing world, beginning back in ancient times, which uh, of course is 1995 for the internet. And he's been at the forefront of many of the cyber world's biggest trends, you know. He's a he is a true serial entrepreneur. Uh, he's also a consultant, an author, and teaches internet marketing at um, the University of San Francisco, where I actually first encountered uh, his work. So,
1: welcome, Jim. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm 45 years old. I'm the I'm the old guy in the internet
0: business. <laughs> I, it's funny, yeah, because I'm 43 too. And of course, you know, this whole internet marketing phenomenon, making money on the internet, uh, really started when. You know, we were young bucks, right? So, you know, I was a guy who was trying to make money on the internet for a long time, and I didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of success, but I did find some after taking some courses from Jim. So, I wanted to talk to Jim today a little bit about making money on the internet. So, Jim, this show is about creating cash flow, creating different streams of income, and why don't you get started by telling us a little bit about your story? I mean, you started back in 1995. How did you even know about the internet? And how did you get to where you are today?
1: Well, you're talking to the right guy because I got into this internet stuff right as it came in. I got out of college. I was doing graphic design and PR stuff. And I had an opportunity to go work for a company called a new media company. And they said, we're going to be building internet stuff. And I said, I've never even really been on the internet. This was Early, early days. And I took that job uh, instead of taking the uh, graphic design job and never looked back. I mean, my first day on the job, they handed me an HTML book and said, learn this. I said, what's HTML? Grew that business. I was the fourth employee. Grew that business to 150 people. Left. Started my own company with a couple other people. Grew that business from four people to 250 people. uh, Got dot-commed. A lot of clients couldn't afford to pay us when the bubble burst. And ever since then, I've kind of pretty much been on my own, running my own uh, membership sites and consulting and uh, running passive income sites and writing ebooks and doing all those things. So that's kind of like the uh, 30-second view of what I've uh, accomplished over the last 20 years. But it's definitely been a wild ride. I've had my hands in pretty much everything uh, in terms of Internet marketing. You could think of affiliate marketing, search, uh, the one company that I was part owner of is now one is like the 15th biggest search engine marketing firm in the country. So they're doing very well, but I didn't want to be in search anymore. I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to make my own passive income and, and have my own rules. Cause I'm definitely an entrepreneur.
0: That's awesome. I mean, that is a, a very different approach to what we, you know, what we're about on this show is creating streams of income. And one of the things that I found when I was getting into the internet marketing space and trying to make money was it always seemed like I was one step behind. <laughs> it seemed like, you know, guys like you were, you know, at the front and, and were figuring out where the money was to be made, whether that was blogging or, you know, you you were the one with
1: affiliate marketing, etc. But, you know, it's it's unfair because... I like to say I'm a 20 year overnight success story, right? Yeah. I'm not one of those John Chow guys or Jeremy shoemaker guys where they got like these big giant million dollar ad sense checks. And, and you know, I don't live in Hawaii. I live in Cleveland, very modest income. I, I don't make millions of dollars. People Mm -hmm. are like, Jim, why do you tell people that? I go, because I've built a business around a lifestyle that I want, which is to spend time with my family, to have the hours I want. I'm not interested in making millions and millions of dollars. I'm interested in having the life I want. But I've never had that major success where I've made millions and millions of dollars. So I want everyone who's listening to this to understand that. I'm just a regular guy. I I don't have a Ferrari. I drive a 2012 GMC Envoy, right? I make a nice living for myself, but I don't make millions. And I, but I am able to build a business uh, using the power of the internet for the last 20 years that allows me to not sit in a cubicle, to not have the fluorescent lights overhead and a boss coming down and telling me what I gotta do. That to me is success. It's not financial success for me that means uh, most things.
0: So do you think today... If you're a listener out there and say you're a software engineer, you're a physician, is it still possible for someone without a lot of experience to, you know, get on the internet and suddenly try to figure out, you know,
1: to to create a stream of income? Absolutely. There's never, I've said this forever, there's never been a greater time in the history of the world to go out there and create a, a business. You know, I wrote in my first traditionally published book. I wrote was six years ago now. It's called Attention. This book will make you money, and I highly suggest you go out and buy a copy of that book because that book kind of condenses all of the knowledge I've taken over 15 years in the internet business and put it into one little book. And people say it's one of the greatest marketing books they've ever read. I I'm really proud of that book. Attention. This book will make you money. But there's a couple lessons I learned along the way in that book and understanding uh, what type of business you want to build. But here's the biggest one, taking the knowledge out of your head and putting it on the web. I don't care if you are the world's best video game player or dart thrower or physician or whatever. People want to have quick and easy access to information. Let me tell you a quick story. In my book, I read about this kid from Australia who loved to play video games and his he liked to play on the uh, PlayStation. I believe it was his PlayStation broke and the yellow light went on and he couldn't get his PlayStation to work. So he went online he tried to find somebody who would help him fix his PlayStation. He couldn't find any answers. He went to uh, Sony and they said, well, send us your PlayStation and we'll send it back to you. in six to eight weeks fixed. And And if you're a teenage kid without your PlayStation for six to eight weeks, the world's going to end. <laughs> so instead of, sending his playstation in he took apart his playstation he figured out how to fix it and then instead of just playing it you know what he said he goes i wonder if people would pay for that information so he built a very simple website this is mind you like eight nine years ago he, he built a very simple website and he, and he called it playstation or something like that i forget what it was and people started to go on the internet and look for solutions to problems and they said my PlayStation light and guess what popped up his page and here's the smartest part about this he said well here's a, here are your options you can send it back to PlayStation or you can give me 30 bucks right now and i'll show you exactly how to fix it in the next 10 minutes what do you think people do right yep Get the basic example of having knowledge that other people want and providing that knowledge for a transaction and this kid made a lot of money, hired his family to run the business. He was still going to school. These are the types of things you can do. Remember, everyone comes to the, the Internet for two reasons. Number one, to be entertained. And number two, to have a problem solved. Those are the only two reasons people use the Internet, yeah, to be the, entertained or have a problem solved. And if you can problem solve for people, people will pay you for your time.
0: And, of course, that's, uh, that's probably a good general rule for any business, right, entertainment or solving a problem. A couple of things I have to ask you along that lines, though. So you mentioned this was about eight, nine years ago. There are certain things that have made making money on the Internet easier and certain things that have made it harder. You mentioned one thing was, you know, he was popping up on Google. And, and part of that might have been just, you know, the the way that, you know, Google used to index various information. They've made it pretty complicated now. Uh, mm-hmm. that that's one thing. So that's one thing that's, I think, made it more challenging for people. And the one thing that makes it easier is the fact that you don't need, you know, Jim Cooker to, to go out and do an HTML site. You can literally download a ready-made site and just learn a few things in the back end of it and have a live website within probably about 30 minutes. So tell me how has that affected our ability to do something like this kid did back nine well, years
1: ago. I'll say it again. There's never been a greater time in the history of the world to do what you need to do to build a business online. And yes, there is more noise out there than was, but there's more opportunity and more ease uh, to do it than ever before. You know, in my book, I wrote about this, you know, before the internet to build a business took 20, 25 years of building a brand and, Advertising in yellow pages and uh, getting people to know who you are and spending millions of dollars on advertising. Anyone right now could have an idea that solves someone's problem and go online and create a page in three minutes for free. Then go over and find hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people on Facebook or Twitter to promote that business to. You could literally create a business in minutes. And get your first sale ten minutes later if you did it right, if you had something that people wanted. So yeah, there's a lot of noise out there, but there's also the opportunities greater than it ever has been. So there really is no excuse. You have to start believing. There's a reason people don't believe that they can be successful because they're like, oh, you have to have this special sauce, you have to have oh you know you have to have all these other things. It's never been easier, I'm telling you.
0: I want to focus a little bit on what I think has become uh, one of the things that you're specializing now in, which is publishing books on Amazon and Kindle books. The reason I wanted uh, to get you on the show more than anything else is that this is actually the only place that I ever really made any money on the internet. And I'll give you a brief outline of what I did just for my audience. But a few years back, I was listening to some Internet marketers because I really got into this idea of making money on the Internet. And I heard guys like Jim out there talking about how it seemed relatively easy to make some money by providing information in the form of sort of, uh, you know, Amazon ebooks. And they didn't have to be, you know, the huge novels, you know, 200 pages or something They'd be smaller books. And there was a novel idea that somebody had mentioned, which was, okay, well, you don't even have to write the book. If you can outsource the book to somebody else and they write something they know about and put your name on it and you can sell it. So I went and actually tried doing this. So if you go look up Buck Joffrey on, on Amazon, you'll actually find some cookbooks. Now I don't know anything about the paleo diet. Okay. And I don't know anything about, you know, some of these other cookbooks that I have. And then I have a book about quotes. I didn't write those. I'll tell you right now, but what they were for me was experiments to see if somebody else, I could pay somebody like a couple hundred bucks to put together a book, then I publish it, and then go through a program, which we'll talk about in a second, which is Jim's book promotion thing, and see if I could make money. So what was interesting is I had about five books, and I was at some points, I was at some point I was making like seven, eight hundred dollars a month from this. And then, um, you know, over time I stopped promoting and it still makes a couple hundred bucks a month. Now, the reason I bring this up, I mean, most people out there are like, okay, well, with my listeners, they might be like, well, that's, that's great, 200 bucks a month. But let me just point out, we talk about real estate a lot of times. If you're going to generate $500 per month uh, in real estate, I mean, you're, 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 you're going to be putting in several thousand dollars into a property. I'm not saying don't do real estate. But put this in perspective. There's a real opportunity here, right? So anyway, so Jim, I, I want to just uh, excuse me for my personal rant, but I wanted to explain why I thought this was a good idea for Wealth Formula
1: podcast listeners. Tell me why you love eBooks. Well, eBooks are one of the greatest examples of passive income that there is. You know, I started writing eBooks before Kindle, right? Before all that stuff, I was selling eBooks through a website, through a blog. My first one was called Blogs to Riches way back in the day, and was a uh, an ebook about how to make money with blogs. Back when everybody told you blogs weren't for making money, right? Right. So it's absolutely a great opportunity. You know, I have I know hundreds and hundreds of people uh, through the work I do in the self publishing industry who really earn a, a, a massive potential, a massive income selling ebooks. But you know, they're writing genre books, fiction, nonfiction books. Um, I've seen people do it the way that you've done it through cookbooks and things like that. It's certainly possible. It's a business model, right? I don't recommend the path of going out and trying to create a ton of books while having someone else write them. However, there are people that do that. And as long as the books are good quality and they do actually help people, they have a chance of being successful. The the trap there is when you just creating books just for the sake of creating books and they're not really that good of books, you know, Amazon's a different environment because at the end of the day if the book is good it'll sell more if the book is not something that's that's good then it's going to get bad reviews it's going to get pushed down in the rankings so you can certainly make money with ebooks let me tell you a quick story about a guy i know uh, I've known for 10 years and I hadn't heard from him in a couple of years, but he called me up about six months ago and he goes, Jim, I just want to let you know that I've been listening to all your stuff on making money with eBooks and building a career author business. He goes, I always thought I would be really good at writing uh, romance and erotica novels. <laughs> and I said, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you should know this guy's an old, he's a 45 year old guy like me, suburb, uh, lives in the suburbs, has wife and kids. He goes, so I started writing them and I started putting them online under a pen name. I didn't want to admit this to anybody, but he goes, I've written 12 of them so far. <laughs> and I literally just quit my job last week. Wow. He goes, I'm making so much money from these erotica novels under this female pen name that I quit my job. And, and here, I'll tell you another story. I knew, a, 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 I met a girl who said her mom write, wrote, wrote romance novels for 30 years on a typewriter. And she put them in the drawer of her desk and the mom refused to put them on Kindle. So the girl took a couple of them out of her mom's desk, had them transcribed into digital, uploaded them to Kindle, put a cover on them. The mom was furious at first. Well, guess what? Now she's got like 15 of her novels on romance, and she is making more in one month selling her e uh, ebooks on Kindle than she made in an entire year of her job. She's She was 68 years old at the time, quit her job, retired, and is now making more money in one month, every month that she made in a year at her job. Um, Those are romance examples. I can give you nonfiction. I can give you genres of all different types. If you can write great content, fiction, nonfiction, you have a real opportunity to be successful on Amazon Kindle. Absolutely. So so, somebody out there listening might be saying,
0: yeah, that that sounds like quite a process. Now, how in the world, I mean, can you just give me like a few sentences to tell me, how difficult it is to write a book and publish it on Amazon
1: here's here's what you have to do it's really hard open up a word document <laughs> start writing and then take that word document upload it to Amazon Kindle for free get a cover done that you can probably get for 50 bucks you can spend more if you want online a really nice cover spend another 10 to 15 minutes uploading to Kindle for free and hit publish. Okay. mm -hmm. What the traditional publishing industry doesn't want you to know is that they've controlled the industry since Gutenberg invented the printing press, right? They've controlled content. But guess what? Blogging took that away. Anyone can publish content. The internet took that away in general. And now anyone can publish a book and anyone can be successful with publishing a book, they, the, they want you to believe that it's really difficult to do, because they're saying, oh my God, no one could ever possibly do this, right? It's just, There are no special formatting, there's no special rules, and all the information is there available, it's not that hard to figure out how to do this stuff. You can even pay somebody through a website a, a very small amount to do it for you if you want. It doesn't cost a lot of money to do this. The opportunities are immense, though. Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian, you know, he started writing these, he wasn't even writing a book. He started writing the Martian on his blog in short blog posts. And he got a fans and fans were like, wow, this is amazing. You should put this into a book. And he's like, oh, I guess I will. So he he put everything together in an ebook and put it up on Amazon. And people were like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Six months later, he's got a traditional publishing contract deal. You know, six months after that, He's got Hollywood calling saying, hey, we want to make this into a movie with Matt Damon. And so, he's on the Oscar runway.
0: So that's interesting. So are you saying that he actually was it the same book that he had self-published that that was ultimately contracted out? to yes. the publisher? OK, yes. so that's so for somebody who is like an aspiring uh, author who wants to have a, a book published out there. This is a there's a shortcut. I mean, you go out there, start making money. And if somebody really likes it, maybe uh, you get that big contract you wanted. Right.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't want to get into the whole traditional self-publishing thing. <laughs> right. I, I see no merit to anyone ever signing with a traditional publisher. Right. I'll just make that clear. I've done it, um, and I think it was a great experience at the time. But I don't see what they give you that you can't get self-publishing. And I'll leave it at that. I don't want to do a whole show on that one.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Now, you know, one of the things I'm thinking here is, again, the types of people who are listening to this show—they are doctors, lawyers, uh, you know, engineers and, uh, software engineers and a lot, and real estate investors and things. And they're probably wondering, well, what, what the heck could I write about? I guess the answer is exactly what you know that most people don't know,
1: right? I'll tell you what, read my book, attention. This book will make you money because you're going to walk out of that book and you're gonna be like, wow, you know, the, it's very simple. Solve people's problems. Here's the formula. One of the formulas I give you in the book, have a meeting with your staff or you and your sales team or just you and sit down and write the 20 to 30 or even 10 biggest questions you get asked by every potential customer that comes to you, right? Yeah, right. Guess what? Each one of those is a chapter in the book. Yep. That's it. Yep. And, and then people go, well, Jim, I don't want to give away all my secrets. Stop it. Right. Stop it. Just because you tell people how to do stuff doesn't mean they actually want to do it they want you to prove that you know what you're talking about, then they're going to hire you to do what you need to do. I had a friend who started a business call uh, that was doing um, social media for um, real estate agents. He called me up. He goes, Jim, I'm trying to build a business and I've written this ebook about social media for real estate agents. I don't know what to call my business. I said, I have the perfect title. He goes, really? I said, yeah, it's called socialmediaforrealestateagents.com. <laughs> there you go. He said, oh my God, you're right. Yeah, and he put it into a book and he put it on Kindle and he made print versions of the book on CreateSpace and he walks into a client's office, a real estate agent, and he drops the book on the, on the desk and he does the plop test. I don't know if you know what the plop test is. The plop test is when you walk into someone's office and you do this. Did you hear that? You yep. he drop the book, this physical copy of a book, On someone's desk, and it builds instant credibility. And he's, and people are like, well, all the, he says, all the answers are in this book. You don't have to hire me, but here, all the answers in this book, go ahead and have a copy of this book. And if you want to hire me, call me up. And that's where he gets all of his business. Yeah. Because people are like, wow.
0: And that's a really good point. And that's another thing that um, I'm thinking of uh, some of my friends and colleagues out there who are are trying to create some credibility and, and, and get some more clients their way. You know, writing eBooks is not just about cash uh, in your pocket, although that's you know that's that's not bad. That's not a way, bad way to go. It is also a tool to create credibility, and it's also a way to point readers
1: uh, to other products that you have as well, right? Oh, absolutely. So, uh, attention: this book will make you money. When I, I wrote that, when I was still doing consulting, and um, I had a little blurb in the back of the book it's still there. And it said, if you would like a, a no cost, no obligation, free 15 minute call with Jim, please go to this website. And on that website was a link to my calendar schedule and you could get on my calendar. I literally did, I don't know, 1500 or so and change of calls based upon leads just from my book. And I got, 95% of my consulting work over a three to four year period, just from that little blurb in the back of my book. Cause they read the book, they scheduled a meeting with me. I closed them on the, the phone call and you're gonna say, well, Jim, you did a lot of 15 minute calls. Yeah. Well, guess what? That's what you got to do, right? You got to get somebody on the phone. I knew if I could get someone 15 minutes on the phone, I had a much better chance of closing them at the business and it worked and it worked really well. And you can do the exact same thing.
0: So in terms of, um, the process, once you write and publish a book, obviously you got to try to figure out how you're going to get that in front of a bunch of people. Cause obviously, you know, you, you know, if you're just on Amazon, maybe, you know, people will start slowly, but surely downloading that, but uh, there are ways to accelerate that. And that's part of what
1: you do right now with uh, author marketing club. Yeah. You know, after I wrote my first book with traditional publisher, I realized that the traditional publishers weren't going to do any of the marketing for me. Um, they did nothing essentially. Right. And it was all me. And that's, that's the truth. You have to do all your own marketing for whatever business you are writing a book or whatever it is nowadays. The bad news is there's a lot of noise. The good news is it's easier uh, than ever to be able to do this without spending a lot of money. You just have to, you know, figure out the right things that are going to work for you and you can build an online business and do the marketing. So with eBooks, It's the same thing. You can't just upload a book, walk away, and hope that it's going to sell. You know, you're going to have to create content to support that book. You're going to have to do the things that are uh, help people be successful. So, Author Marketing Club is a membership site I have that has over twenty five thousand members. That has tools and training that show you how to do all those things. Upload the book, uh, how to market the book. We've got all kinds of tools. Ways that uh, that we've got a great tool that shows you how, how to find reviewers for your books because you need to have reviews, you need to have that social proof. So um, that site is my main um, passive income site at the moment.
0: And so essentially, it's would you call that sort of a, you know, once you write a book, that would be sort of your turnkey promotion tool then? Or um, can you give us a little bit more detail on kind of how that would work?
1: AMC is more of a um, tools and training site. We do have some promotional opportunities in there. Yeah. But there are there are other places you can go online to, to just get promotion, you know. I always said you gotta have your book or your bed made before you want anyone to sleep in it, you know. So, you know, you gotta have a certain amount of, uh, reviews in your book, right? So we help you find those reviews. Uh, you gotta have your book description looking and written the best way you've got to have, you know, all the ideas about how you're going to market the book the best way before you start going out and trying to sell the book. Otherwise people are going to come to the page on Amazon and they're going to be like, what the heck? I'm not buying this book. Right? So that's what AMC does. Now there are other places you can go to buy promotion. You can do Facebook ads. There's lots of courses out there that teach you how to do that there are um, you know sites like bookbub.com which you can you know apply to get in and then if you if you get in you know you pay them for the right to send to their big mailing list which is right like, but it's not a guarantee so and there's a plenty of plenty of other sites you can go to as well to do promotion so there is a way to make money from ebooks by creating ebooks and doing promotion yes but it's again it's a lot of work yeah yeah it is a lot of work
0: Um, But for somebody without, you know, a tremendous amount of capital it is a great way to create uh, an opportunity uh, for, for residual income. And I think if we put that put that in perspective, I think it makes a lot of sense. It'll probably make a lot of sense for a lot of people out there to to at least consider what kind of knowledge you have and see if that's something that uh, you want to put down on paper and promote. So, Jim, tell me, how can we learn more about your programs? Because you have, obviously, a few different things that you teach, and if people want to get to know some of the things that you do and some of the things that you teach and how they could potentially make money on the Internet, how can they uh, access that and get a hold of you if they need to?
1: Well, I don't do consulting anymore. So I I, I don't really teach that kind of stuff anymore. And I'm no longer teaching for the University of San Francisco. However, uh, if you're going to write an ebook or if you've written one and you want more information on that, check out authormarketingclub.com. That's the best place to go. Um, Also, I I highly suggest if you're in the phase now where you're thinking about writing an ebook or creating an online business to go check out Um, my book attention, this book will make you money. If you go to Jim it'll take you right to the page that shows those books. But that is the big book that I think will really help your audience the best at this point. If you're in that stage, Uh, if you have written an ebook or written a book at all, author marketing clubs, the place to go to get on board. We have a free membership with, uh, you know, 30, 40 hours of free video training. And then we also have a paid membership with uh, a, a lot of our great tools. So I'm working
0: on a book right now, Jim, and this one I'm actually writing myself. So I will definitely check that out. And I want to thank you very much uh, for your time today. And I think my uh, audience is going to really enjoy this. And so uh, thanks again.
1: Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Formula Podcast. Visit us on the web at wealthformula.com. The information contained in this podcast are opinions, not fact. As always consult your own financial team before making any investment see you next time
0: self-storage is a necessary evil it's where you keep your stuff and forget about it no wonder this stuff is so profitable and recession resistant the wealth formula community well we've benefited from that we've made lots of money in this space with reliant real estate one of the largest self-storage companies in the country With an average investor internal rate of return of almost 34%, with hold times just over three and a half years, these guys know what the meaning of velocity of money is. If you're an accredited investor, make sure to check out what they're up to right now at ReliantFund4.com. Again, that's ReliantFund4.com. Worried about saving too little too late for retirement? The Wealth Accelerator may be exactly what you need. With the help of some of the oldest and most reliable insurance companies in the country, Wealth Accelerator allows you to take most of the upside of any good year in the stock market and use bank loans to magnify those returns significantly. And what if the stock market has a bad year? No need to fear. Wealth Accelerator is engineered so you don't participate in the losses of the market no matter how bad of a year it is. Sounds too good to be true, right? But it's not. It's simply the same financial engineering that the ultra-wealthy have been doing for years. Now it's your turn. Check it out for yourself by going to WealthFormulaBanking.com. Again, that's WealthFormulaBanking.com.